Datology Coach podcast teaser episode. To listen to the full episode, go to datologycoach.substack.com and become a subscriber. Your subscription will get you full-length weekly podcast episodes, dating-related articles, and admission to our weekly dating advice and support Zoom session. Submit your dating questions at hello at datologycoach.com or go to datologycoach.com and click ask a question. Follow us on Instagram at datologypod. Follow me on Instagram at the Kristen M, T-H-E-C-H-R-I-S-T-A-N-M. Follow me on TikTok at datologycoach. Datology Coach Podcast. Hello, Sarah. Hey. Hey. So it is a rainy, rainy mess here. I know. It's like I, I'm living in a Dickens novel. It's Ugh. overcast and gray and damp and just awful. And all this child labor. Ugh. <laughs> all the all the porridge. <laughs> I'm sorry. Ugh. I know. <laughs> do you know? Do you know about Charles Dickens? By the way, about how like just what a terrible human he was. No. What a piece of shit this guy was. <laughs> Listen, Charles Dickens, when he got sick of his wife, who, by the way, bore him 10 children, uh, and he and he like was mad about it. He was like, we're having too much sex. You need to sleep in a separate bed, my dude. Anyway, (laughs) when he got sick of uh, his wife, who bore him 10 children, uh, he he tried to have her committed tried to say she was crazy he did not succeed in making everyone believe she was crazy but Mm -hmm. he was like oh she's crazy and she's a terrible cook this woman wrote a cookbook and it was published she wrote a cookbook Kristen. was charles dickens the first my ex is crazy guy i think he might have been (laughs) it's it would be you know that's that's what i've wondered like Mm -hmm. he might be the first in recorded history but probably not yeah fuck that guy fuck that guy (laughs) we'll go all the way back um i I saw the trailer for and just like that for the new season Uh uh-huh uh-huh and it comes out in june and you know we were talking um in in one of the zoom sessions and you know these things are starting to become uh sort of check-ins yeah with each other because some women are just they're not dating right now or i love that for them right so peaceful so peaceful yeah and so they feel like oh is it okay if i come yeah hell yeah i'm i'm also not dating right now (laughs) (laughs) have to admit (laughs) so um we were talking about things we can do. And, and one of the things that were brought up was like a watch night with the group. Yeah. Or like we all watch it and then we get, you know, we have, yeah, you know, like we talk about it. Well, we I, need to talk about it for we sure. We need to talk about it. I for still sure. haven't seen the trailer. It's on TikTok. If you, if you look it up, you'll, you'll be able to see it. Who, who do I not see at all in the trailer? Steve. Oh, okay. not at all. I, I'm wondering what's going on there. Uh, so I do see, uh, John Corbett, good old Aiden. And look, I'm just going to say, I mean, it's not John Corbett's fault. I just don't want to see him. I just don't want (laughs) to see him. I don't want to see him bring burger back. You know who I want to see if we can't have burger. Who? I'd like to incorporate Paul Rudd. Because Paul Rudd can elevate a lot of scenarios, you know? 
Paul Rudd, I think, is doing um, Murders in the Building. Oh, Steve Martin okay. and Martin Short. All right. Uh, you know, I would love to see that politician. I love John oh, Slattery. He yeah. played Roger Sterling on Mad Men. Yeah. Love him. I'd love to see the politician. And you know who I think really should have been or could have been a great boyfriend for Carrie, but she just wasn't mature enough for it. Early in the in the series, they all go to the Hamptons and Charlotte gets crabs. Yeah. And she meets this guy, Dr. Bradley Mego. Uh-huh. And I thought this guy would be such a great boyfriend i don't remember anything about him he just was good like he was just a good guy interesting funny good looking okay yeah um did his character not um i I mean was it just like a hampton's fling is that how they like got rid of him i have a feeling they were they may have been testing him out okay uh may have been testing him out and it just didn't take but it was also the episode where where that young college kid was carrie's intern and she was getting carrie's drinks and she's talking to carrie about how she's still a virgin at 25 okay so she wasn't college she was like 25 and carrie sex columnist supposed to be sex positive she's like what yeah you're what <laughs> oh my god you're still a virgin yeah oh, who gave you this job <laughs> i've i've wondered that many times yes uh so there's that so that's coming up in june so we're gonna try and do a watch party and we're gonna try and we're gonna try and do we're gonna try and incorporate some like fun stuff like let's do online escape rooms like just for the women you know, like, yeah. let's build a real community of women, of friends. Sure. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. And if you have any ideas, let me know. Some, someone else brought up, like, oh, a book club. Whatever. Whatever yeah. you guys want. Like, let's talk about it. Whatever you got. Whatever you got. Um, bring it. Bring what it. are you bringing to the table, ladies? <laughs> let us know. Let us know. Uh, follow up. So I did an interview this week. Uh-huh. Now, I interviewed the the woman who brought charges against Coco Briscoe. Okay. And I, I'm, I'm now able to talk about this. You know, I have permission to talk mm-hmm. about this. Uh, is the case all wrapped up? It, it was, this is the thing. Her lawyer just made no effort for her. Coco's? No, uh, oh. this woman, Nikki. Oh. Nikki's the one who brought charges. The, the lawyer couldn't have been bothered. Oh. couldn't have been bothered uh really didn't pay any attention um really just wasn't there for her convinced her to um convinced her to not i don't think they dropped the charges the decision was called was uh, null prosequi which is declined to prosecute yeah but i believe okay. in a lot of cases uh that means like there's like a year where if something she pulls any other bullshit they can refile charges maybe you know that's not though dismissed that's that's not not guilty (laughs) that's not not guilty that's not dismissed although she did run around the internet you know tiktok oh i won no you didn't i made sure to correct that but in any case um so yeah the lawyers were no help the amount of evidence she needed and this that was one of the questions was like let's talk about the process of 
getting charges against someone who's harassing you online like what is this like i mean yeah you must you have to come with lists and lists right yes Mm -hmm. she i mean there was like 40 videos and tweets and this but and that was just to get a meeting right you know and then had i believe had her children had pictures of her children not been posted on the internet because of this i'm not i don't know how that would have gone i don't know if she would have gotten charged but that certainly played a role but what also may have played a role and i can now talk about this is that while nikki was being harassed by coco and her following for those two months nikki was pregnant Mm. and nikki ended up miscarrying so you know when people are like why do you care what that's why i mean i i care for all of it for every for the multitude of women who have encountered coco briscoe and had their lives like sort of forever altered yeah and never for the better and never for the better you ever notice that yeah never for the better so Mm -hmm. But also, I, this I reached out to Carrie Goldberg, who's the mm-hmm. who is the lawyer involved with that case. Yeah, uh, for Francesca Rossi about the woman who uh, who found out her boyfriend was stalking her. Right, and she said, "Hey, you know, when this interview goes up, send me send me a link. I want to hear it, and I would love to get Carrie on the show. I would just to talk about." This is, you know, she wrote a book about it. She wrote yeah. a book about like what women go through and how hard it is to get charges and the the process. So I'd love to get Carrie on here to talk to her. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, it's probably going to be a, a, at least a week or two before I post that podcast because uh, I, I think I want to interview Nikki a little bit more. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it, it just, this was this was a, an awful situation it's not just some petty cat fight this was this right. was pretty pretty terrible uh okay mm. sarah yes uh i'm gonna ask you a favor okay spin that wheel okay after escaping a seven-year-long emotional physical and sexually abusive relationship i found you and sarah on the pod oh. Hello and welcome. Hello and welcome, my friend. (laughs) Or should I say welcome back? I also started serious therapy. Joined a church. Uh, Side note here. Not a church of conservatives. (laughs) (laughs) A church of Christians. And that Mm -hmm. is a direct quote. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I journaled, read, worked with a professional life coach. I did and continue to do deep work. And you two have been more helpful than you know. I faithfully took all of your advice once I started dating again. Statements only. Quick to say, fuck that guy. Listen to my gut. I found a kind, patient, easy, loving man that is so easy to communicate with. Plus, great in bed, hard worker. We share core values. I'm so happy. Everything I'm looking for in a lifelong companion. What? My question is... (laughs) (laughs) And I actually just um, had to sneak in a single cough there. So oh, okay. I just, I thought, you know, ooh, a dramatic pause, but also I can get my cough out. Mm-hmm. All right. My question is, <laughs> I'm happy with where I am now, 
but he is more eager to move things along. And it has been just over a year. We're both single parents in our 40s and we live apart. I know he would get married today, but my kids and I don't want to blend families yet. And I don't know that marriage at this point would benefit anyone but him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> That's yes, true. yes, sir. Well, true. I am open to marriage in the future when our middle school age children are out of the house, but mm-hmm. I can't take on anyone else's day to day schedules or needs. Mm-hmm. Plus, plus, we have vastly different parenting styles, which would cause many issues. Mm. I believe we're both loving and engaged, but he is way more lenient than I am. Mm-hmm. So, how do I kindly tell him that I'm happy to date in different houses? For five more years, and then we could talk marriage. Is this a fair request? Yes. I don't want to be like a man and waste his time. <laughs> but I also don't want to get pushed along. So after a bad relationship, I'm still struggling to understand and set boundaries. And finding him feels easy compared to keeping the relationship healthy. Uh, that's that's an interesting. Yeah, that's a great point. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, so and that's the end. So then, thank you, and that's the end. So the question is, yeah, how do I, how do I tell him? Uh, not now, maybe later. Is this fair? Is it fair? Yes, yes, because you're. It never, ever, ever, ever apologize for putting your children first, and that's what this comes down to. Is that look, this isn't just, you know, how I feel we're not ready to blend houses households yet and i think we have different different parenting style and i think we our our relationship has a better chance of surviving and thriving if we wait until maybe they're out of the house or they're in school and that doesn't become an issue mhm that's I it i mean yeah as far as how you tell him i i, I would tell him just like you told us right because yeah. the things you're saying are very reasonable mhm mhm like uh, they're very reasonable <laughs> um 5 years will fly by right mm-hmm. when, when you're both raising kids mm-hmm. but also if you have this plan to say like you know we're not going to get married until our kids are are out of the nest or or close to you might find that like once the question is off the table and you're you could just like live and be in this relationship mm-hmm. like you might find yourself ready earlier but you might not and that's fine too but let's just you know let's just take the pressure out of it yeah I, it sounds like things are going perfectly well yeah and you are you are fine with how things are and happy even happy even yeah and and that's what i think you should say is like i love things exactly how they are and for right now i i want to keep it that way because i think it's best for our relationship i think merging households at this point i don't think we're ready for that because of the different parenting styles because of you know maybe different uh obligations with the kids you know, I, I just, I don't think we're, I don't think we're ready to really incorporate like that into the relationship. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's truly an enormous step. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. I remember, I remember my, when my father and my stepmother did it and, you know, it wasn't great because my stepmother was, 
more lenient with her sons. I wouldn't say like my father was lenient with us, but they were boys. And yeah, yeah. you know, like what they like, like to smoke pot and whatever, but they were boys. Mm-hmm. And it just, that was a problem. And it was always a problem, <laughs> you yeah. know? So yeah, D- don't do it while they're in their formative years, while you're still like, you know, what's the, not reprimanding, but you're still, well, teaching you're them. still shaping them. They're yeah. still shaping them. Yeah, they're they're still malleable at this point. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Focus on that first. Not know. only that, but this is this is like, well, I don't I don't know. Actually, I was going to say this is like one of the most important um, life phases for kids, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but they're all pretty important. <laughs> yeah, you know, they're they're all pretty important. But I mean, middle school is definitely rough. It's only getting rougher as time goes on, right? Mm-hmm. We all went through it, and it was terrible. It's even worse now. Both both sets of kids need their need all of their parents' undivided attention. Mm-hmm. And if you know if he can't see that, then well, I'm just gonna say I hope he can see that right yeah, when you too. explain it this way, right? Mm-hmm. Because if he tries to push back or object, mm-hmm. I can't imagine that wouldn't make you see him differently. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, again, with this very reasonable explanation he will agree with you Mm -hmm. and you all can continue as is yes yeah i think i think that's it i think that's it i think you know sarah said it perfectly exactly what you said in the letter that's what you say to him yeah and if he's you know the the good guy that you say he is yeah then he's gonna understand he could be disappointed that's okay men can be disappointed sure that's perfectly okay it it is okay it certainly is let's normalize the supporting men (laughs) man because they have no problem disappointing us no they they absolutely you know what great segue sarah perfect segue uh so are we thanking you next on this thank you next thanking you next so sarah uh somebody wrote a comment on a post that I wrote about, uh-huh. uh, you know, when you talk, you know, uh, when you tell a man you're looking for a relationship, and and I, of course, uh, the yes. guy, the guy says, don't tell them that you're looking for a relationship, you know, because when you're interviewing, like if, if someone's interviewing for a job, they don't tell you that they're looking for someone to work for them for fifty years, that what? would scare them off. What? You know, they, they, right. They say, you know, we're looking for someone who's going to be a good fit for the job and that, but right. Like the, that's a, fa- it's a false comparison. It's not the uh, same thing. Yes. Stupid. Well, <laughs> but isn't it, isn't it telling that, I mean, he, that's his comparison. Like it could not be clearer that that dude, like so many dudes view women as just a, just a service, just a service. <laughs> uh, Okay, so I, of course, in my video say, fuck this guy, you tell him up front because guys have no problem wasting women's time. And so a woman wrote a comment and said, men just don't want to, men just don't want pressure. Mine said he didn't want a girlfriend in the beginning. I just ignored it and had him wrapped around my finger in four months. Okay. (laughs) And how, uh, so how long has it been? I have no idea. Oh, Oh, she doesn't say. You're kidding. <laughs> oh, are we at the 
five month mark or <laughs> listen listen when guys in in most situations like that um men He's just surrendered thank you that's he it give in he just was like i've explored my options i don't see anyone i'm really all that interested in so, so uh, for the time being you can right. call me your boyfriend right that's uh-huh. all that is. Uh-huh. That is all that is. Yeah. You know, you didn't, you didn't win anything. You didn't, you know, you didn't come up with, you don't have the, the master plan. You know, you didn't find out, the, find the key. You know, men just don't want to be pressured. Nobody cares. Well, also, um, no one wants to be pressured, but right. you know, here we are. But here we are because we're- well, an awful lot of us have uh, competing pressures. Right. Because we're adults. Thank you. Right. Right. So boo-hoo. They don't want to be pressured. You know what? You're going to wish you're pre- like, if you want kids or if you want to go, whatever you want to be p- partner at a law firm, whatever you want to fucking do, you're going to wish, Oh, I wish I didn't give them that extra six months, that extra year. I could have used that. That's pretty much exactly what I was getting at when I was saying like a lot of us don't want pressure mm-hmm. because we're all under a time crunch here right mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. all have but one life my to guys live, my friends <laughs> my dudes mm-hmm. <laughs> we have but one life on right Earth. right and you're trying to waste our time yes but also might I add and I think this will this will be a good segue into the next thing we want to talk about uh ladies I beg of you to never brag about your man, your relationship, whatever. Never. Yeah, that's why I was asking how long they'd been together. Don't <laughs> do it. It, it I, very often ends up being embarrassing. Because uh, men have a, an uncanny knack for knowing exactly when you are at your most confident and happy. And that's when they humiliate you. They have no problem humiliating you. Oh, well, no, no. Right? I mean, it's kind of their go-to, right? To bring it back to uh, Charles Dickens. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Right. So just just don't do it. It, it, It almost always blows up in your face. And honestly, look... I, I I've talked to you about this. I can't stand it. I can't stand it when women in relationships or who are married use like just endlessly talk about it, knowing that the majority of people listening to them are single women. Like, well, you know I think you're, you're just describing a a TikToker that you've been. <laughs> oh, fucking <laughs> Jesus, that woman. But doing no. a deep dive on. But, but this yeah. Is, this is, you know me. I've always been like this. I This has always bothered me. It was why Jessica, what was her name? Wakeman from the Frisky, you know, who married the, married the, the, <laughs> yeah. the green card dude or whatever. Yeah. It, it just, it, it just bothers me. It's like, you know, it's a bunch of single women reading your stuff and you're just rubbing it in their faces that you're married and they're not. Pretty much. And could, you know, maybe be a little bit more sensitive about that. You know, just maybe think about that. Or, or just humble. <laughs> just be humble. Like, look, no one's saying, hey, don't talk about that. That's not it. Just be mindful of like when 
you know, weaving the, the, your relationship into conversation crosses over into humble bragging or bragging. Okay, I, I, I know how to simplify this. Okay. <laughs> if, you're, if you are tempted to talk about your relationship, before you do, ask yourself, who wants to know? <laughs> Did anyone ask? Because <laughs> if not, perhaps no one wants to know. Right. It's just, just don't, just, just don't. And it, it, it just don't. <laughs> this is why, you know, you didn't know I was married for however many years, you never however asked. many years, you never I, asked, <laughs> right? I, I never asked, but also, you know, we talk about decentering men. I did it. And, and you did it. And that is how you decenter men. And this will be a nice little segue. 